Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Don't Judge Us. I'm joined by the usual Brandon and Gacho. <laughs> always, always with the eating ASMR show. As of the day and time of this recording, we are freshly almost a week from watching the Snyder Cut. Yes. Oh, yeah, a as week already. As a lot of people have known, Snyder Cut has just come out on HBO Max. Been pleading for years. People have been signing petitions finally came out and i'll say this i was not disappointed a banger i was not disappointed so i have a i have a decent outline so we can keep on track because as people know um not counting credits the the movie has an official runtime of three hours and 56 minutes so still basically four hours okay that's without credits and there is a lot to talk about but i just jotted down some of the stuff that popped in my head first it didn't even it didn't even feel like four hours to me that's the thing that i really liked is that it didn't I mean, the first time it felt it felt long for me, but then the second time I watched it with Jason, it felt kind of short because I already knew what was gonna happen. Well, yeah, but for me who had watched it the first time, it didn't even feel that like that long. Oh. And that's considering the longest movie till to date uh, before that was Endgame, which clocked in at like three oh five or something like that. I mean, if we're not talking about superhero movies, then Titanic was the second. I mean, yeah, but and I, I think I remember I did sit through Avatar. I don't remember why. Fully? Wait, yeah. how long was Avatar? I don't know. I don't, we don't I really care. think it was that long. Nah, yeah, no, nah, all right. I don't think we really care. Anyway, so like I said, I have a general outline. Most of the stuff that, you know, obviously popped in my head are the stuff that was either extended or the stuff that was added in. So we'll start off with this without giving too many details yet. And spoilers ahead if you haven't gotten around to see it. And can't blame too many people. Four hours is a lot to just sit down because... That's a lot. Even though it didn't feel that long, my ass did fall asleep. Oh. So, general <laughs> thoughts. We've all seen the 2017 version that was started by Zack Snyder and then taken up by Joss Whedon, who people know directed the first two Avengers films. So, uh-huh. general thoughts. Banger. Comparing Snyder Cut to the 2017 version, better or worse? It was way better than Joss Whedon's. Yeah, of course. It was more serious. Uh, we had backstories for each and every one. Mm-hmm. Well, for Cyborg. Not for, really for Aquaman. There was, Not really for th- Aquaman. There was character development that we didn't get in the cut-down version. Because we were supposed to get this movie back in 2017. But uh, for, for a lot of people who don't know, which will be a surprise, but uh, tragically, Zack Snyder had to back away from the movie because his daughter had passed away. Yep. Which, I mean, no one can blame him. His, his daughter passed, so there's he had no motivation to continue the movie. He was in, like, a, dis, a dark place. You got to walk away. So jo- they decided to bring on Josh Whedon, who they thought, okay, he was successful in Marvel's team-up movies. Let's have him do the same thing for us. Uh, big mistake because Marvel Studios and DC Studios, even in terms of comics, totally different tones. Yep. Okay? You're talking about... Uh, Zack Snyder, who wanted to keep the seriousness and dark grittiness of the DC comics, and Josh Whedon or Joss Whedon, trying to bring lightheartedness. I thought it was Josh. It's, it's Joss. 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 So it's Joss Whedon. Yeah. I thought it was Josh Sweden. That's what I kept saying. Boy. Anyway, yeah, you're trying. You're trying to bring lightheartedness to where there shouldn't be lightheartedness. Yeah. Which is a big reason why it didn't work. Would yeah. Would like uh. 
So like, many bad jokes. Like you were, yeah, hell no. Nah. Like the whole thing with uh, Aquaman sitting on the lasso, like that whole comedic yeah. scene. I was like, what the hell is this? It, it felt out of place to me. Yeah. So we'll we'll go into uh, naturally the beginning of the movie. Two different beginnings. In 2017, we get a like a, a memorial video honoring Superman because obviously he died in Dawn of Justice. Yep. The, I prefer Zack Snyder's way, which. He starts off the movie with Superman dying, yeah, which leads into us understanding why the mother boxes suddenly woke up, because in the 2017 version, they just suddenly woke up. Yeah, you know, they just activated after like hundreds of years. In this one, we understand that they stayed asleep, like they stayed dormant, because the mother boxes are technically alive, even though they're super advanced technology, and they were scared. Of Superman, which is why they stayed asleep. They heard his scream. They sensed that he died. No more threat of him on the world. So they signaled to Darkseid, which, by the way, we finally get to see him sprinkled in this movie. Mm-hmm. They wake up. They signal to him, or to Steppenwolf, actually, that, you know, it's cool to go to Earth. Go get these mother boxes and let's do this thing. So based on the two beginnings, obviously, we agree that the Snyder Cut is better. But um, yes. what did you think of the beginning? For which one? For both? You can compare both of what you liked and didn't like. I already said mine. Honestly, for the for Josh Whedon's one, I fucking... It was fucked up right away because you know how those kids were recording uh, Superman? Yeah. Right away, I noticed the CGI. I was like, fuck. That's a big thing that people... Not, CGI mustache. Not even that. I don't even remember it. That, right, that version of Justice League, I don't remember fully. Do you know that uh, a lot of people know uh, the super bad CGI... Uh, shave and face of Henry Cavill Superman. Yes. Because he had a mustache at that time. When Zack Snyder was recording, he didn't have it. It wasn't until Joss, Joss Whedon, I keep wanting to say Josh, yeah, but, but, because, but because of Joss Whedon coming in, they did reshoots. And at that time, Henry Cavill had already started filming for uh, Mission Impossible. And yeah. he grew a mustache for that. And he couldn't shave it. He couldn't shave it by contract. And the guy, the director, like, he was gonna come to terms with Warner Brothers saying like we will allow him to shave it off but you gotta give us uh, three million dollars so we can CGI a mustache in the movie and they said nah we'll rather CGI the mustache off bad deal yeah. oh, so bad it was such a creepy smile too it, it, just, oh, yeah. it just looked weird it looked like um, it looked like uh a meme at it. You know how like those look bad on purpose he though? looked like yeah. he had a swollen upper lip yeah. like you know when you get punched and he's just falling. This no. one was just bad. It Horrible. was just so bad. So anyway, yeah. So we we get an understanding, better opening, and an understanding of why the mother boxes wake up. And step like this also leads. Steppenwolf has meaning in this movie. You know, he has yes. he has a struggle, and he has reason to be on Earth. But instead of just as in Joss Whedon's version, he just shows up. Yeah. He didn't even say. Yeah, no, right? Be- because of, you know, Mother Boxes and the bigger plan. He's just there. And the, and, yeah. And in the this, Snyder in the he has Snyder a purpose c- of being and, there. And, and what's that purpose? Well, he wants to... Uh, well, he wants to... He uh, fucked up in the past. Yeah, he fucked up with... Uh, Darkseid. With Darkseid, and he wants to show that Darkseid could trust him again. Mm-hmm. Which he says, he, like, he will see my worth again. Yep. So Because if, from people who don't know, Steppenwolf... In 2017's Justice League, he was made to be the big bad. 
in this one. It the big bad is Dark Side, but Steppenwolf is there because he's trying to redeem himself for some fuck like some mistakes he made in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, slaughtering people that went against Dark Side, which I guess he wasn't supposed to do. So he has purpose, he has depth, he has struggle. Much more relatable character. Also, way better design. Yeah. Okay. Way better design, Brian. What do you think of Steppenwolf's design here versus obviously Joss Whedon's? Well, the the other one, it looked uh, like they went for too much of a like a humanoid face, I would say, because obviously yes. they're like they're aliens or whatever. They're from a different world. But if you have characters like that, make them look like they're from another world. Don't try to like humanize their face because that that looked weird to me. Like it just looked like like an old dude CGI'd in there. And people were talking about like the they call it like this other podcast I listened to. Uh, they they call it chin tentacles. Those little shits on the bottom of his chin. Oh, yeah. yeah, that thing. They that took th- those th- away. Thank God. Uh, and what, in here he looks more like alien esque, more like of a, of a monster. That's what I would say. He looks the, like a monster the, in the, the new one. The generality is that he actually looks like a threat. He looks scary. Yeah, and the other one I wasn't. I wouldn't be intimidated by that dude. I mean, we would be because obviously he's bigger than us. But in general, if you're talking about like an uh, uh-huh. the Amazons facing up against them, be like, nah, we ain't scared. Which I'll get, I'll get to like them in a moment. But uh, uh, some people have said, well, uh, I've only heard this from one other person. Like they didn't like the character design too much. Obviously, better than Joss Whedon's, but not too much because they they got a sense of Michael Bay Transformers in it. Oh yeah, which I can see with like his armor moving. Yeah, and shit. but it, it gave you the sense that his armor's alive because whenever yeah, he wasn't doing anything, his armor would like go away yeah. on its own. Which I liked. I it, liked the general. It fit with the story, like along with the mother boxes being alive, they were moving. And exactly. Shit. So it made sense that Dark Side found or like has his world has weapons that exactly. are like alive in a sense. They 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 put it as technology so advanced that it is alive. Yeah, it's weird, but it's so that cool. they were like it could be like mistaken as magic. The backstory too, like in Josh Whedon's, he had replaced Dark Side with Steppenwolf. We see a younger Dark Side trying to go to that planet which he didn't know was earth because as people know from the comics or any iteration of dark side his main goal is to look for the anti-life equation which brandon what is the anti-life equation generally do you know oh i wasn't even gonna answer that i was just saying i was just gonna say uh is that did they have that in the last justice league movie or no uh, did they show the, like when Steppenwolf in 2017 hammered the ground? They showed designs, not or did it just explode? Well, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think know, I don't think I've seen the last Justice League movie start to finish. You know how uh, in the Snyder cuts, you know how when uh, Darkseid lands on Earth and mm-hmm. and he he hits the ground, and he big hits boom. the ground. And Josh Whedon's that was Steppenwolf. Yeah, and Josh Whedon's that was oh. Steppenwolf. But did it show the designs? Because like the, yeah. the the okay. Those oh. those graphics or symbols on the ground—that's the anti-life equation or part of it, because it's supposed to cover the whole Earth. Okay, so that that was a part of the last. It Justice was yeah. too. Okay, never it, mind. But a, they didn't go into it. They didn't say anything about those designs. They, I guess they just made it look like he hammered the ground and it made his mark. Oh, okay. Dude, that's dumb. what I was wondering. No, but the anti-life equation is basically, uh, if if solved, who whoever speaks it. Yeah, whoever speaks it can basically put anyone under their control they basically become a god yeah because uh the the anti-life equation as the name says if you speak this equation it basically shows whoever hears it that life is meaningless and the only meaning is whoever speaks it so it's always like you know self equals dark side is how it ends mm-hmm. yeah I, I'll, i can uh 
which I is can try and pull it up in a bit, but yeah, that's basically it. It's pretty. It's a pretty big deal in the DC universe. I know that in the comics. That's Darkseid's like sole purpose is he's always looking for it, and there are versions in comics that I hope we can see in live action where he gets the any life, and we see little snippets in Snyder's uh, Nightmare universe, which that's is where yeah. he gets it. That's kind of like. Um, that's the equivalent to like Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Like whoever gets it basically like wins. Quick side note, Dark Side, even even this one much more intimidating than Thanos. Like if you like the like if you put them side by side, Dark Side's way more intimidating. Oh yeah. Even in comics. Yeah, like he's scary for the reason like if you if you got to fight him, like uh, you're thinking I'm fucked. But yep. with Thanos, he was scary cuz of the way he thought and the way he like went out and executed his plan. Man, I mean, he beat up the Hulk without the gauntlets. Yeah, exactly. So he was scary for that, but Dark Side was scary for like the other side of a villain. And, and is, side is, note, is when basically the power. And in the side note, in the comics, when DC had like it, I think it was called DC versus Marvel or whatever the miniseries was, Dark Side did end up fighting Thanos, chopped his hand right off. Yeah. Took the gauntlet with ease, but couldn't use it. And they mentioned it because it's from another universe. But Obviously. anyway, besides that, um. But, like, one point I wanted to say about the Amazons. Gotcha. I'm going to ask you this, and I'm going to see if you think the same way I did. And you too, Brent. When the Amazons are, like, you know, they're they're, they're having their one like, their Amazons versus Steppenwolf's army. What Did you get any certain vibes from any other movies we've seen? Am I supposed to, like, know this? Well, it's, it's not, like, a right answer. But for me, I got those vibes, and they were confirmed when I was listening to someone else talk about it. And they said the same thing. For me, especially when they said Amazon, sh- uh, show them your fear. I got three hundred vibes. Oh no, I did no? not think. Th- Dude, I, didn't I didn't think that either. Nope, I got hella three hundred vibes, especially because when they say Amazon, show your fear, and they say we have no fear, and they're clanging their like spears. Oh, I can see. Uh, I, I can see why you say that. Clamming their spears and yelling is like we have no fear. It was like when in three hundred, uh, Leonidas says like Spartans, what is your profession? And they just go like oh. Oh, oh, but I, can, like I totally forgot about. I could see why, because uh, Amazons and Spartans, they all have mm-hmm. like the old, like not as technically yeah. advanced weapons and, and shit. the music. Dude, so I could see that. Too. The music, the like music the, was way behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Um, it was by a guy. It was originally gonna be Junkie XL. That's who Snyder had. That's that's the guy's name. Okay, I was anyway, like Junkie. Junkie XL. Junkie. Then Snyder Sounds left. Like a- Snyder left the project. They brought Joss Whedon, and he brought someone else. Mm. When Snyder came back. The, the 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 like the really triumphant story is that everyone who originally worked on it with him comes back was willing to come back. It's not like Snyder had to put like put more work to ask them to come back. He like everyone was willing to come back on their own. So J- Junkie came back. Yeah, he came back, S- and he like a- he scrapped the music he had originally already from 2017, and he's like he can do better, and it was better. Okay, the Amazon's music, uh, Junkie. Like Chunky a XL, baby. Like, really? I, I, I like that one uh, song that came up every time Wonder Woman was like... Or something like that. No, it, it no, was the, the other one. The Which Amazon like kind of theme yeah, is what I one. thought yeah. about. Like, that anytime, one, that it, was anytime it was a cut, like anytime it was a scene with Amazons, their fight, Diana, yep. th- they would play that in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, one like was the, good too. Yeah. Uh, going on next here is like... Uh, like I said, we finally got to see Darkseid in the movie. Even though he was like sprinkled here and there, he was put in enough that you knew he was a threat. Yep. So that's what I like. It kind of like, like they sprinkled him in one movie, how they sprinkled Thanos in like three or four, something like that, Shit, before yep. he finally showed up. Yeah. So like that's the way they did get. Big thing. Big, big thing. Well, one of the big things for me. 
uh, Barry Allen and Cyborg have much bigger roles in the Snyder Cut than they did in Joss Whedon's. That, that was Zack Snyder's uh, plan to involve Cyborg more because this was supposed to be like focused more on him. Mm-hmm. It was He was supposed to be the heart of the team and yep. the movie. Because it makes sense. I mean, he, he was basically created from a mother box. So, so it, it would make sense that he's the reason or like uh, as we see and I'll get into in a little bit half of the reason he's able to. Yeah, this is a big part of it because like like they want to know more about the mother boxes and they literally have something on their team that helps them do that exactly. which is cyborg and cyborg's so advanced like he can he can literally do anything he wants when it comes to technology we see this one scene where uh he's help he helps out this woman who's like she's getting evicted from her house she can barely pay stuff for her kids for food groceries she's whatever she's yep. basically broke and cyborg's able to like put in a hundred thousand dollars into her account just because he can. So what a nice guy. Yeah, and like how Kachu was saying, in four hours it was much better and uh, well paced to give backstory and understanding to characters that we didn't get in the two hours and thirty minutes of Josh. Weeks. I love Cyborg's backstory. Oh, uh, because it's not like we don't know it. Because it's not like a lot of us are big comic readers. Some of us have only ever read like a handful, maybe, but. From what we've seen in the 2000s uh, Teen Titans show, from uh, DC animated movies, we know Cyborg gets in a big accident, and his dad saves him by either upgrading him with uh, some new armor, or in recent years, it's because of a mother box. Yeah. So, it was nice to see, like I have here, we understand more of his struggle, you know, why he kind of hates the world, which is why we hear him why say fuck kinda, the world. Why he's kind of pissed off at his dad. Yeah, we see the Rocky Makes relationship. Sense. Rocky relationship is like an understatement when it comes to him and his dad. He really wants nothing to do with his dad. Yeah, because he wasn't there for him in, like, in his big moment. And he blames the death of his mom. He's like, she would still be here if you were there. Yeah. Uh, and no. in Josh Whedon's, they, didn't, they never explained that. They why did. he hated he's him. Ju- he's just there, and it's just like, it just skims around. Like, we just, yeah. we just know his body's made from a mother box. And we wouldn't have gotten that if there wasn't like that short little clip in Batman v Superman when he, uh, Bruce is looking at different clips of the heroes he sees. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have gotten that. No. But we finally got to see it here. Which is why I'm glad it was kind of four hours because like if you think about it, if Zack Snyder tried to do all this in a normal movie time, like two hours, normal, it, it, would, it, it would feel rushed as fuck. It'd yeah. still feel rushed. Yeah, but in this one, like four hours is plenty of time. It, to, w- it was good. Especially for how many people they have. Like there's like six of them. Exactly. Yeah. And so, Barry Allen's backstory too, like, like they don't go like how he got his powers. He already has his powers, but it's like they give thing. us they give us enough with him visiting his dad in jail, exactly. a quick yeah. explanation, yeah. and all his shit. I feel like it's like that thing Marvel did with Spider Man. I feel like Zach, uh, Zack Snyder was like, okay, I'm pretty sure big fans of these characters they know how he got his powers. There's no need for me to go fully into that backstory, exactly. Which was good because I mean, who doesn't know how he got him? Yeah, there's different iterations, but. Bolt of lightning, boom! He has his powers. Oh, and then Aquaman too. Yeah, Aquaman too. Because like, Aquaman, that standalone movie, came out after. It came out after which Justice League, you, right? And that yeah. goes into it. Yeah, so he didn't really need to go into too much detail here either. Because here we already knew, like, oh, like uh, Bruce when he visited that one place mm-hmm. when he first shows up. At, yeah, he, he just explains like, oh, there's a there's a guy who can swim and shit, or like there's a guy who can, like, in Josh Whedon's he said there's a guy who can talk to fish. Yep. And this one, 
cut out a lot of those unnecessarities yeah, from no, Batman. But, thank but God. Batman already knows about him and shit. He just wants to recruit him and shit. Yeah, and I love the way how he like he's there already and Jason Momoa's uh Arthur Curry, he's basically like the enforcer being like like, oh, you gotta leave and stuff. And Bruce is saying like, oh, I know there's a guy here looking at him because he knows it's him. Because he's seen the video. Exactly. He knows it's him. So he's just waiting for him to finally agree. He's like, I just need to speak to him. That's it. I just need to speak to him. And then he finally speaks to him. Obviously, with his attitude, he's like, nah, not going to help you. Don't really care. Nope. Not my thing. So I love this version of Aquaman, even though he's been a lot of the... Like, he's been the butt of a lot of jokes over the years because, like, oh, he just talks to fish. But if you really think about it, how much water covers the earth, he'd be the most dangerous dude if you piss him off. And, and we've yeah. seen that in different DC animated movies. And Jason Momoa has more character than that. Like, in all other things of Aquaman, even an animated one, I don't really get a lot of substance from him. He's intimidating as fuck, though. And his story with, like, being half human, half Atlantean, and his struggles he's got to go through with that, I like it. Uh, really, like... You know, circling back to Cyborg, like one other thing is involving the dynamic with his dad is like his dad dies in this version. Yep. Because he sacrifices himself knowing that because they found out earlier in the movie that if you hit one of the mother boxes with some x-rays, it becomes like literally the hottest thing at its core on the planet. Hot as hell. So doing that, he dies, but he marks the box for when Steppenwolf uh, takes it, the, the League can find it and track it easier. So I liked that addition. So, you know, not that him and Cyborg making up at the end of Josh Whedon's wasn't like nice. But like we said, the mishmash of the movie didn't make sense. Yeah. Like just out of nowhere, he forgives them. No. And we so, don't even know for what. Exactly. Either, so moving on to that, we, we, we touched on Cyborg. Let's get into Barry Allen. So like how Brandon was saying, Zack Snyder didn't, uh, you know, bore us with the the backstory of Barry Allen because how how the type of guy I assume he is he knows that the the big fans of these characters know the backstory he doesn't need to go into it everyone should know his backstory biggest thing we see is that he's not a coward no nope. he's not afraid to like go in the fight it's not like he's like brave like a Superman or a Batman but like he's not afraid to go into the fight yep not like in Josh Whedon's where he's he a, says like you know I've never actually fought anyone I've just pushed people and ran away I was like no no so much better here. What's the biggest difference besides that? In like, do you think you see in Barry Allen from the two movies? Well, he's still funny. Well, I don't, I don't remember a lot from the last one, which is what I keep saying. So I just know that this one's just better. Like what Jason said, he's not much of a coward. Yeah. Obviously, he, he's not like like what you said, they don't, Superman or Batman. But he still like is willing to fight. Exactly. It, they don't have him as comedic relief, which is nice. He still it, has some uh, even though it some helps. jokes. Because, yeah. like, uh, I know in both versions, the same thing was when he met uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, he's like, you think she's into younger guys? And then, like, Cyborg says, like, she's, like, over 5,000 years old. Every guy's a younger guy. Oh, not even that. I was that, talking about, that wasn't in Josh Whedon's. I like yeah, that, I was, ta- I was talking about the first one where, like, they first meet, and uh, Diana's like, hi, Barry, I'm Diana. And, he's, uh, and he says the same thing. He's hi, like, Barry, hi, Barry, I'm, I'm Diana. Like, That's not right. Yeah, it's like, it's no, good. you mean, hi, Diana, I'm Barry. Or, or something, yeah. Hi, well, Hi Barry, I'm Diane. Hi Barry, I'm Diane. And he says like Hi Barry, I'm Diane. But it, he's like, like he says that's not right. <laughs> it's not that he's comedic relief, but he's still awkward, which is what Barry Allen yeah. is. You know, he's awkward. Or even when he's getting recruited by Batman, he's like, uh, I'm in, and he's just like, Oh, you're like, in. Stop right there. I'm in. Yeah, because he's just like, I, I don't have friends. Like I need, I need friends. Like I need friends. Like I was like, uh, fuck it, right? We we you know we get a bit a deeper understanding of how badly he wants to be in the criminal justice because. 
we know that he gets involved in criminal justice, but at this point, since he's still going up, his if for whatever reason, for people who don't know the backstory, um, his dad was wrongly accused for killing his mother, sent to jail, and Barry spends his life trying to figure out who actually killed him. So, which is why he tries to go into criminal justice. And we get that quick here. We get that quick here. We see he's like going from dead end job to dead end job to like, you know, stay with the roof over his head and like be able to eat food but his main goal is to get into like a criminal justice job to help his dad yep. and his dad is just like you got to live your life forget about me so i like it, it was it was basically the same interaction from the 2017 version but a lot more depth because we see we see him actually trying to go for a job as like was it a dog walker dog walker and we finally get to see like the the this universe is iris west Mm-hmm. I don't know what else she's been in. I don't know if this is like her first, like quote unquote, big role since she doesn't actually like talk really. But we see her. We see that little interaction, which I'd assume is, uh, you know, shown a little bit more in the the Flashpoint movie, which we'll get. I don't know when, but I can't wait. Uh, and we got to get into one of my favorite scenes. Wait, one of my favorite scenes. Uh, when shows up, okay, that's the buzzer, (laughs) buzzer beater. Get the fuck out. We gotta talk about one of my favorite scenes, which is when it's like the climactic battle. They they lose, Uh. they lose first, and then Barry Allen has to break his one rule, as he says, and run back in time to make it and give Cyborg the charging needs to separate the mother boxes from getting the Trinity, which. Uh, hands down, like top five scenes for me. I loved that scene. The music, it was strong. The VFX, it was strong, the man. message. Like, first, like Barry starts by saying, uh, You just got to run faster than the speed of light, far beyond the speed of light. You got to break the rule, Barry. You got to do it now. He's hyping himself up. Got to save the world. You know what? And like, in the you, background, you can hear some you, like you, you guys familiar. Wanna, you guys want to uh, hear the scene again? Hold on. Familiar what? Some familiar voices. Like oh, his yeah. dad. His dad. All the, all the people like motivating him yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, and what was cool about it when I was seeing it, it reminded me a whole bunch of uh, Dragon Ball Super. Resurrection F. How? Frieza won, and then they had to turn oh, back time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just in that sense. Okay, in the sense of turning back time because they lost the first time. Yeah, which and was kind of cool because, like, like sometimes I like a little switch-up where the villain wins, but then, obviously, if he destroys the world, then I'm going to need somebody yeah. to turn back that clock. A lot of people, when I was hearing other people talk about it, they were... I guess like I, no, no, no. They loved it, oh. but it's uh, what they didn't like is I guess they were so into the movie they forgot that it wasn't over yet, and they were like, "Oh my god, it's gonna end on like a, an Infinity War thing, and we don't even know if we're gonna get Justice League 2. Which imagine if it did end with the the mother box, the the Trinity happening, they die, Dark Side loses, and it's done, or the Unity, oh, and it's be- done. That that'd be insane, and I would hate it because I, I we would, wouldn't know. I would be kind of in a fucked up way uh, i would be okay with that but like end it there but anyway yeah um the the visual effects were amazing yes uh, every step he took was a, a piece of land that was rebuilt one thing one of my like nitpicking I know what here you're if nitpicking here i didn't like the way he ran a lot of people i don't like that. a lot of people don't like the way he runs because they're like it looks like he's either swimming or someone described that as he's trying to throw lightning bolts every every step he takes yeah it looked like he was throwing um, some shit i'm you, like what is this just you, all you, you gotta do is just you hold kind, your arms in you kind of you kind of have to believe that with the type of director that snyder was you'd have to assume that he let 
each character or each actor uh, like have some creative control so maybe that was ezra miller's way of thinking like okay if i was a speedster maybe this is how i would so maybe in the flashpoint the director will be like look i like the way you play the flash i'm not a big fan of how you run with your arms like i'm thinking of changing it Hopefully so we don't know that. we'll see maybe that's probably how he actually runs we'll think we'll think about it that'd be weird when if it, it comes was. like even in um even though it's a little better the the cw flash grant gustin's i mean even he runs kind of like awkward because they're just running on a treadmill yeah like that's because yeah, that's guess. how you get the scene. So it's like, imagine they try and film you. It's like, okay, I'm gonna try and make you look fast. How are you gonna look? I don't know. The, don't, the only way know. to naturally get that is like being able to stillfully uh, have a camera on you while you actually run. Yeah, but I mean, like for Ezra Miller, I was like, could you just try like a little bit harder? Because like, I had forgotten it, but once once I started watching this movie, I saw him start running. I was like, what the hell's wrong with this? Well, mm. I mean, like, what's we'll, wrong with this guy? We'll we'll see if there's any changes to but, it in a flash. But that that's movie. just nitpicking here. But other than that, Barry Allen was great in here. Like I said, how I said, uh, Cyborg was like critical. Like you, you could even say like half of the equation. Barry Allen's the other half. Bat- yeah. Batman, no explanation. He's just all around better in this one. Oh, dude. More, much more it's serious. One, it's much one, more of a lead. It's one. Yes. Thing, it's one thing I have is like Batman is Batman. And not even a leader that like he wants to be. He just has to be. Yeah. Like it's what we get. We get that sense. But the th- the thing that I did notice is that they didn't outright try and make him be the leader. Yeah, even, no. even though it was like he put it on himself to form the team, uh, a lot of the initiative was uh, by Diana. Yep. So because she, she knew the backstory, because. She had the right ideas. She just couldn't execute them. I guess. Dirty she let, Diana. She, one, one Shut thing, up. One thing I have somewhere. Is that based on her. In Bat- in, from Batman v Superman, the whole thing about that is that Batman hates Superman. Even when they decide to team up, it's not like he just changes like, okay, I like you now. He still doesn't know how he feels about Superman. Well, not, well yeah, kind of at and the end, it's it's he's growing on him. He's I guess. growing on him, but he's still not like, I like you. Because well, it's, I get his reasonings. It's because no. like... And I, yeah, we all know his reasonings. What I'm trying to say is because in Josh Whedon's, all of a sudden Batman is like, we like... We need Superman, like you know, he he's the big reason, and it's still here in Snyder Cut. But there's there's development on. It's not that he goes from hating him to loving him. It's just that he's trying to keep the promise that he made on Superman's grave to keep protecting the world because he understands that he is a symbol of peace. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot better, uh, and the ne- that leads into what I have next is the Superman as a whole, not just for this movie, but for the DC universe. Yeah. We know, okay, I'm not the biggest Superman fan because he has everything, okay? It's, it's not, okay. he has everything. He, he can fly, he's fast, he has supervision, x-ray vision, no, super heat. He has everything. Anything. But basically, Zack Snyder plays him up to be the main guy in the DC universe. He's the reason they can win. He's the reason Which why why humanity has some sort of hope to like you know love each other and help each other. So, in general, do you think Snyder played Superman's role in this Justice League a lot better? In general, like yeah, everything about it is better than Josh Williams, but the role Superman plays, I think yeah, it's kind of the, it's, it's I think it's, it's kind, kind of the, the same. same. Because, like, honestly, with Superman, there's not, like, since he has all of these things he could do, like, he's that powerful, there's not much, di- there's nothing much, like, there's not that many things that you could do differently. And I plus, guess. it's kind of, well, he kind of has the same role as in Joss Whedon. He's like, oh, they bring him back. And he's there to fight and help. Yeah, he's and he goes there at the right time. 
uh, defeats Steppenwolf and shit. Beat that ass. The, the, thing I'm, the thing I'm saying is because of what I noticed is that in Joss Whedon's, he's strictly muscle. You know, like he's strictly there because he, he's the only one who can go one-on-one with Steppenwolf. In Snyder's, he, I feel like that's the same. I feel like it's the same. Yeah, yeah cause like no, no. they, cause like Batman knows that they desperate, like, cause you know how Aquaman was saying this is a bad idea, we shouldn't bring him back, but Batman keeps insisting it, cause he's like he's the only way we could win, cause he's that powerful. It's I, that's the same in both. Well, not because it's really? true. Because if if you remember, without yes, them, they no, w- without Superman, they would have lost. No, if yeah. in Josh in Josh Whedon's, it is Batman's idea to bring him back. In this one, it's cyborgs. Mm-hmm. It's cyborgs idea because it, it oh, well, they're, yeah. they're all the camera circling around and Barry's the one that says I know like we're all thinking it I know wow. we're all thinking but I'm not gonna be the one to say it and cy- all cyborg does is show a hologram of Superman it's his idea well yeah but mm-hmm. I mean like it's the, they still like I'm saying it's the same because they Superman is desperately needed yeah but uh, what I'm trying to say is in terms of because of. One thing that obviously is uh, the big difference is he when he walks through the Kryptonian ship and you hear the two monologues of his father, we we get an understanding that Superman still doesn't know what he wants to be in the world or what the people need him to be. We uh, we hear his two dads saying like the like you can show the world that they can be better, that people can be better. Yeah, I feel like it's the same still. I, I feel like because no, like I, he, I feel, like I feel a big I, difference. I feel like if that part wasn't in there, then it would be the same shit. Because no. he knows what he yeah. needs to do. I feel like yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Because uh, for me, this is my. So what you're gonna say? Superman has all those powers, and he's just gonna be like, "No, nah, I'm not helping nobody." No, he, he he can he can he can, but that's so fucked up. You okay. got all that power, okay. and you're gonna be you're gonna be responsible for not doing anything. Well, he didn't ask to be the main guy in this world. Yeah, but I mean, like, since he is, his both of his dads were saying that he's gonna be a protector. So now it's kind of on him that, well, both, to do it. Both his dads were basically saying that he can show the world that they can be better, not that he is the reason that they can do whatever they want. Mm. That that's what I'm saying. I don't remember exactly what they said, but they they both were saying the general thing that. You can show these people that they can be better. Well, I get they, that. That they can help each other. They can love each other instead of hate. Because we see what happens when a little bit of hate is sprinkled and all of a sudden people just want to kill each other. No, but I get that. Like, he is an inspiration to uh, everyone because, like, he's, you know, doing good. He's protecting or whatever. But, I mean, like, he's still there. So, like, just keep doing that until you die and then we'll be good. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, his role is a lot bigger in this justice league and it extends to the dc universe which is a problem because now we don't even know if they're going to continue with i mean obviously he says this isn't canon to the main universe which sucks because it would help wonder woman both wonder women uh, movies and uh, aquaman would probably have a totally different tone if this was the canon yeah so then uh it, this this writes off batman v superman then? no no, no like, i think this is his continuation of batman v superman because yeah. that is snyder's vision too okay because batman v superman was eh, iffy it was iffy but that's all i'm saying but I, I still did like him my my there were a few gripes my biggest one is just because he didn't kill him because of uh martha but yeah. anyway so many memes about that oh my god anyway i'm gonna beat uh, the shit out of you what's, sign, your, what's uh, your mom's name we got oh, what's your mom's name we got to see martian manhunter yeah about, about what would you think what did you think of martian manhunter's design i really liked it it well, was, it you, you, did you like it? Like honestly? Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you, you didn't have anything against it, did no, you? Why? No, you gonna, you gonna I, say you had a fat ass? Hand? No, no, I no. didn't have anything <laughs> against it because uh, some people were saying they kind of wish that 
they tried to make him look uh, accurate to what he looked like in animated movies. You know, he kind of had like the the uh, sharp head kind of thing. You remember? Nah. Like, yeah, I know what you're like a pinhead and yeah. shit. Nah, hell no, nah, fuck that. I think there was an addition. I don't know if this was like purposeful or like whatever, but you you know the he still had the the X, the red X on him, yeah. but uh, it glowed like kind of showing that maybe that's a power source for him or something. Or maybe that's just aesthetic. I don't know. Some people are thinking it's like his power. You know that I wasn't paying too much attention. Yeah, he kind of glowed. I wasn't paying attention really to his costume, just like his face. And we only saw him twice at the end. And when When he was talking to Lois, which is different than the Joss Whedon cut because he was never anywhere to show. That threw me off. I legit thought it was Superman's mom talking to her. I thought it was someone evil. And then because the eye, all all that happened was the eyes glowed red, and then we just see like a dark cape. I forgot that. Martian Manhunter was going to be in this movie, yeah. which is what caught me off guard, which is different than the 2017 version because he doesn't show up at all. And it's actually Martha who is talking to Lois, which is Lois. Uh, her role was a lot better because a lot from bigger what, from what I didn't remember yeah. from what I didn't remember when Superman comes back and he's, he's fighting the Justice League and he's, like, he's kicking their ass. She just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, like they didn't even establish where she was. And she just shows up before he vaporizes. A, oh vaporizes yeah, a and in this one they establish that she goes to the site like every morning. That's her thing. She gets two cups of coffee, one for the cop, and leaves one for the grave. Mm-hmm. So she's there already. We know this, and that's after Martian Manhunter, disguised as Martha, uh, tells Lois that she needs to get back out there because, well, like we hear, Martian Manhunter's been there for for like like years. He's he's taken many forms, so he's seen some shit. He knows what's coming. Exactly. Which, I have this list near the end. Did you know who was so, who was actually supposed to show up? Martian Manhunter was just. Oh, I think I know this. What would you What you hear? Uh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a guess though. Uh, Green okay. Lantern. Two yeah. Green Lanterns. Yeah, right. John Stewart. Both? And ha- John Stewart, which was the first black superhero in DC Comics, and Hal Jordan. Both yeah. were supposed to show up. And Zack Snyder had mentioned that he was trying to get Ryan Reynolds for the yeah. Hal Jordan part. But no. Yeah, I read But then I no, but then the uh, Warner Brothers for like he, they they gave him 100% creative control except for a few things and they said he they didn't want him using Green Lantern because they have a Green Lantern Corps show for HBO Max coming out. Right. So and he said so? like okay, I'll let you I'll let you have that. That's what he said. Fuck the show. So I've seen that somewhere. Fuck the show. Put yeah. him in the movie. I, how would you feel do you think it would have been different if the two Green Lanterns showed up at the end? Or do you think it would have probably been like the same feeling? I don't think I would have wanted well Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. Though. Let, let's I not don't say if, so. if it would have been Ryan Reynolds. Let's just say he had he got the John Stewart character and he got the Hal Jordan character. Whoever at, the actors might have been. What was this supposed to be at the end or during? That at, see, the, at the end where Martian Manhunter uh, shows up talking show up to Bruce to Wayne? No, instead of Martian Manhunter, it was those two. Oh, so yeah. Martian Manhunter wasn't in? No, he or w- he was still he in. was still gonna be in, but not at the end. Okay, he was gonna show yeah. up still as Martha, and that, that that just shows that he's been there. But the two Green Lanterns, John Stewart and Hal Jordan, were gonna show up at the end talking to Bruce about like, if you need us, we'll be around. So they 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 both became Green Lanterns at the same time. That would have that would have been established like I, around I, the same time. I'm assuming because I don't know the whole Green Lantern story. I just know that. There have been times where Hal Jordan was the main one in the movies, and other times where it was John Stewart. Yeah, but so. let's, let's just say, mm. yeah, they were around the same time. Maybe one of them before the other. But in terms of the the feeling you got from that scene, do you think it would have been the same, different, maybe uh, better, worse? What do you think? I think it would have been the same. You think honestly, would, I, yeah. I would think the same thing. I think I'd probably be a little bit more excited because then yeah. we see like, oh, we 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 can look forward so, to seeing these two Green Lanterns in the two future. Two Green Lanterns mean they're more powerful. 
and the two yeah. I would say the two most famous in terms like when you think Green Lantern the first guy you think of is Hal Jordan because yeah. he I think he was the main one but then the second most popular uh, John Stewart the the black one which we see in uh, Justice League Unlimited was the animated show we watched Ren yeah I would have been good with that with, yeah so uh, so it would have been interesting to see um, where it would lead off to because then that way it would share like Martian yeah. Manhunter would be in the middle I'll be like okay this reminded me of Justice of Justice League Alt- mm-hmm. Unlimited. And then if we got the two Green Lanterns at the mm-hmm. end, even more. And I would be like, okay, this Which, this team is growing. Yeah, that adds Dark th- side ain't got no shit on them. That adds three members right off the bat. So that's like, what, nine, ten? Well, nine. We, we have Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Superman, so. Cyborg, two Green Lanterns, and Martian Manhunter. Yeah, nine. we would have nine members. Shit. That would be, be good. Decent. Exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, back to my thing. If like, would you want Ryan Reynolds to be this Green Lantern though? No. Here, here's what yeah, I'll say. Nah, right? Here's what I'll say. Too comedic. No, no, no. Here's what I'll say though. Well, I mean, remember what was it? Justice League War is when they yes. first meet up to fight uh, Darkseid because yes. he shows up. How Jordan does give Ryan Reynolds vibes because he's just witty and you know just sharp remarks. But not all the time though. And Ryan Reynolds is known I, for I, like. Like most of the movie and most of his scenes for being that, because it's probably what a lot of directors would want. If Zach, Sn- if Snyder, who is a very hands-on director, like I said, for some behind-the-scenes stuff, he was the the guy holding the camera for some of the scenes. I feel like if he feels like Ryan Reynolds was making too many sharp remarks, like giving too many uh, Deadpool vibes, he'd probably tell him to like cut it back. And I haven't seen the Green Lantern movie that originated. With uh, Ryan Reynolds was like 2008 or something. 2011. 2011. My favorite part was uh, him getting shot by Deadpool <laughs> at oh, the yeah. end of Deadpool. Oh, so. that one that was amazing. <sighs> well, yeah, uh, I haven't seen it, but f- from clips I've seen, he's not as witty and sharp uh, remark as we would assume. So I think but Snyder was able to control doesn't it, huh? But it throws you off, doesn't it? Because most of Ryan Reynolds' movies I've seen, he's just witty, and I love well, that. I mean, so so it's tough for me to see him can, like try to be. Serious, I guess. It can kind of go off. Uh, if we think of Jim Carrey, we think of him in wacky roles like Ace Ventura or The Grinch. But if you see the number 23, he's still funny in some cases, but it's a very serious role and it works for him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll move on. Um, I'd be okay with seeing two Green Lanterns. From yeah. uh, Batman v Superman, we got a glimpse of what he calls the nightmare world. And this yes. one, we get a whole like 15 minute sequence deeper look of what the hell is going on so uh we'll go gotcha what is going on in this nightmare world what caused this nightmare world dark side wins and why does he win because you got the antimatter equation anti-life anti-life equation and who does he use it on which is what we're assuming (coughs) the main man superman and the only way that he was uh susceptible to the anti-life equation was lois lois dies and remember there's a scene where he's crying and he's holding a body yeah I mean, I'm pretty sure we could have assumed it, but now it's for sure that that was Lois. She yeah. got, like, burnt to a crisp. And Darkseid comes up, and he's just, like, like gently holding Superman's shoulder while he's crying. And then Superman's going from, like, his, like almost hysterically crying to kind of calm, which I'm assuming is when he said the, the equation. Yeah. Bro, fucking insane. So, continue. Okay. So, how does this nightmare sequence start? Which, as we said in the beginning, spoilers, but this is near the end, like, the last 10, 15 minutes. What, what's still going on? Well, it's Batman, mm-hmm. Deathstroke. Oh, yeah. Well, what was that? The Mira, Mira, Cyborg, Barry, and, and a, a new and a new character they brought in. Well, not really new, but Jared Leto's Joker they brought ah, back. My God, 
and ob- and obviously they're trying to figure out how to turn turn this world back to normal because it's fucked up because it's fucked up dark side wins superman's evil what else could go wrong i mean it must be a really fucked up world if joker and batman are working together exactly and we learned that uh lois not only does lois lane die we know that wonder woman dies and we know that arthur Arthur Curry. curry so two big hitters are dead already yeah that's a huge loss so all they have is another slightly big hitter in mira a cyborg who's also like and flash who i guess you can, and deathstroke but him and batman are basically the same they're like very good at martial arts and like shooting stuff yeah. and then you got the joker Which? so I, i'm i the the thing that sucks is that there won't be a continuation snyder says that this was the last dc film he wanted to be involved in i, oh. I so, hope there's a continuation if there is i hope they keep they stay true to what Snyder laid out. Well, because I read, I read an article that apparently Zack Snyder had names for Justice League 2 and 3. The thing that keeps me hopeful who knows? is that in an interview, he did say, I, I don't know how, I think it was after the release and how much praise he was getting because of it. He said, I mean, basically he said, never say never. So he laid out a little bit of hope for people saying that if, if the terms are right, I feel like never he'll come back, especially if... Uh, Warner Brothers gives them the same deal as in like you have a hundred percent creative control, however long it is, like seal it out, like send it out. I'll be like, yes. I feel like he'll be able to make. If he does two more, you think they're gonna be like long as fuck, like four hours two, or just like the normal like two and a half? Well, here's what I'm. Here's the here's the thing that they were talking about. You basically it was rushed because Warner Brothers wanted their DC universe to catch up to Marvel, right? That, that was the whole thing, which was tough because you were talking about Marvel, who had done their thing over 10 years already. So they had time to build their characters with their solo movies and time to build up the team-ups, slowly scaling up to the big bad, which ended up being Thanos, right? Yep. Yeah. 10 or 11 years. I think it was 11. In the, in the yeah. term of like four to five years, they were, trying to, they were asking Zack Snyder to make up in those four or five years, 10 years of catch-up with Marvel. Nah, that right. is impossible. Can't right. do that. But the thing that I will say is if they allow, if Zack Snyder decides to come back, they give him 100% creative control for Justice League 2 and 3, still being four-hour movies, and we've seen how much character development building up to a team-up did for this Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm not saying that it will catch up to Marvel, but it will come very close. Yeah. Not very close Somewhat in terms close. of like, not like in success, because I mean they still have a long way to go. But z- we see that Snyder is able to tell a story in a four-hour mega film that uh, no, not many directors can do. I, uh, well, yeah, and in the other movies, you honestly do you think they're gonna add like a lot more characters? So then the, the movie would have to be that long to like get their backstory, or do you think they'll they won't? you know, add that many more people into the Justice League. I mean, it all depends on Snyder's vision, but he added Martian Manhunter. And what I, I'll keep saying this. What I think I, I feel like he was doing is if, if he decides to add any characters and knows that the, the fandom have been following this for years and will be annoyed if they do get a backstory, you know how, how we keep saying, the perfect example is bringing Tom Holland Spider-Man, not giving him his backstory, saying like, "Oh, his uncle died, which is why he he decided to use his powers for good." Because we know this. Yeah. If he brings characters that we don't really know, yeah, a little backstory uh, will be good. 
But if he brings in, like another big character, like um, who's another one? Mm, I don't know. What? Who's Sorry, another, out. Let, let's say like from the Justice League animated movies, we'd be seeing who's another like big character. Like if they bring well, like I keep a Starfire or something, you know, well, like, like we don't, we don't Shazam need, or Shazam. I mean, but we got his solo film already. But still, that this is not canon. I think Snyder could do it if if Justice League two and three, and he decides to come back, are also four hours long. I think he can do it. Yeah, I would say four hours is long enough for the. So you you think like if they come out with like two more Justice League movies that both of them are going to be four hours? I wouldn't mind. If it's, you wouldn't mind, if it's Zack Snyder, yes. Okay. Because I mean, you need that much to tell a story. Well, right. I was, well, I was saying because I I don't think he'll add that many more characters. Martian no. Manhunter, yeah. He'll probably introduce at least one Green Lantern, and I don't know. I think that'll be about it. We only saw a glimpse of a Green Lantern in the backstory. About that the, first the one. The great battle against Dark Got his hand the chopped off. Ones. Ring flew off. Gods. Amazons. Atlanteans. Gotcha and I were talking about how unnaturally big the dude playing Zeus is. Yeah, he's fucking huge. But Wait, he, his body that? looks so fake. That, that, no, that is his body. No, that was Zeus? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was someone else. No, that's mm-hmm. Zeus. His, oh, yeah. his name was Sergi. Uh, Costanza or something. Dude, yeah. that dude was big as fuck. He's huge. His body looked fake. Hey, he was pretty powerful too but when he was in huge. that fight. Yeah. He was shooting yeah. lightning. Dark side got it like chopped in with By, uh, Hades. Hades. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Oh, that backstory was already so good. Yeah, bro. That shit was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Mo- moving on. Moving on. Like, uh, more notes in the nightmare scene. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Gotcha didn't even finish. Okay, we left off because they're trying to beat Superman. Uh, gotcha. Uh, let's talk about the. the okay, it was like. Four minutes of dialogue between Batman Affleck, and Batman, and Joker. What what'd you th- what did you think of finally seeing like an on-screen uh, conversation between them? Because we, we actually have oh. never really seen them on screen together. First of all. Well, the characters. I, I thought Jared Leto's Joker was way better in, <gasps> in the Snyder Cut than Suicide Squad. We've always said that the Joker in Suicide Squad wasn't Joker. He's a gangster who was right. like made up like the Joker. This is the Joker. This is way better. The laugh was alright. I mean, everybody has their own like ways to do the laugh. It's not like he ever like full blown out like laughed. He kind of just like chuckled, laughed, or like yeah, mumbled like, under his breath. Uh, 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 Someone. It it kind it, it, it's kind of like the Suicide Squad more, sort of. More on his look. What did you think of like? The it long hair was better instead of that slick back. And short it's not haircut. even like it was super bright green. It was like greenish blackish still. You know, it's like Heath Ledger's. No face tats. Yes. No, no damage across t- the forehead. No, no. I. He he has eyebrows. He no has grill. eyebrows. The no grill. No they grill. just put uh, something to make it look like he has rotten teeth. Yeah. 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 Bloody mouth. Bloody I liked, mouth. like like the, the Joaquin Phoenix bloody mouth type of yeah. thing. Um, that one. I I liked how they still kind of kept how his it looked like his face was like really cracked in some yeah. places, you know. Dry. I mean, overall, dry. his look was way better. His look, his vibe, like he, was he looked serious. damaged as fuck, which yeah. is now I feel like the best Joker look. <sighs> okay, what kicks off this conversation? What did kick off? What did Mira say to Batman? Because she's saying like, you know, I'll kill him for doing for what he did to Arthur. And then obviously the Joker came up, came out of nowhere. Because Mira claimed is like, you know, who have you ever loved? And he, yeah. oh, who does he list off? Who are the first two? Who are the obvious two? That uh, Mira loves? No, no, no. That Batman loves. That Batman loves? Obviously, the boy wonder. And mom and dad. And my mom and dad. He's like, you know, he knows exactly what it's like to lose someone he loves. A father, a mother. And then Batman tells him, he's like, be very careful with what you say next. The boy wonder. And like, a boy wonder. 
he's like, isn't that right, Batman? And then that he keeps talking and talking. Batman's like, that's not being very careful. He's like, how many timelines do we have to go through until you finally die because you don't have the cojones to die, bro? Yeah. All right. When he said that, he said, how many? He said, how many timelines do we have to go through? Well, he said, how many alternate timelines do you think there are? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. never mind. So okay. it's not like I they've tweet. been through different timelines. I, I know what you were trying to say. Yeah, because like, I was oh, going to say, how many times has fucking Barry Allen been fucking going back in time? Not yet, but they probably assume they probably know, okay, Barry Allen could go back in time, and the Joker's just thinking, how many timelines have we, like, do you think we would need to go, excuse me, to go through before you make the sacrifice move? And then you see that it kind of gets them, because... It's kind of true. As we get, as we see Fucked from, up. you know, context clues and body language, it's Batman's fault that Lois died, which leads to... Dark side controlling Superman, which leads to everyone else almost dying and gonna get Leading. their asses whooped. Yep. So he says that, but then yeah. Batman tries to you know clap back at the Joker, saying what? What did he say? Because I can't remember like word for word. You don't have to say word for word, but what generally does he bring up? Joker brings up his loved ones. Who does? Who's the closest thing Joker would have? Harley Quinn. Him, Batman killing Harley Quinn. Didn't he kill him? Well, we just didn't say, really say it. All he says is like, uh, it's dying. funny that you say about people you loved because when Harley Quinn was dying in my arms, she begged me with her last breath that when I killed you, I do it slowly. And Batman, like, Affleck drops the F-bomb. I loved how this was rated R. He was like, uh, and when I kill you, and believe me, I will fucking kill you, yep. that I do it slow. And I plan to honor that promise. He takes what Joker had pulled out, a Joker a card, a truce card, and... The, the the line that really gets me is he pulls out the, the, the card as a truce. Like, a truce, Bruce. And, you know, it's like, as long as you have this card, we're good. But if you ever decide to rip it rip it in half, I'll be happy to talk with you why you sent a boy wonder. And then his voice gets serious, if you know to that little tone, to job. do a man's job. I was like, dude. Chills. I, like, that's why I say... Because it's it's referencing like one of the best Batman stories, and it's different because death in the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in that comic book, it's Jason Todd. In this one, Zack Snyder said that Dick it was supposed Grace. to be Dick Grayson's Dick Grayson, Robin yeah. that died. Oh, he said that. I didn't even know that. No, yeah, it was he was supposed to like if he was gonna let his universe expand, he was gonna get into details about Dick Grayson died in this Nightmare World. Okay. We were supposed to get a Nightwing movie too. Oh yeah, I did remember so, hearing about that. Yeah, which like that's why I said the that four to five minute conversation just between them. Better than Joss Whedon's whole damn movie. Hell yeah. Whole damn movie. The vibe. And that was added extra. Like, even in Zack Snyder's original vision back in 2017, he didn't have the Joker planned out. But then mm-hmm. his thought process was, if this is his last movie he's doing for DC, he feels, Got like, to. He feels like it's a loss for the fans, which is why like he was thinking of the fans to never see these two characters meet on screen. And they got to, bro. And Come the funniest on. thing even for that is that the, uh, Ben Affleck and Jared Little's schedules never matched up, so the scenes were shot separately. Yeah. Oh, they weren't face-to-face? Nah, dude. Yeah. Damn, who the fuck was Jared Little talking to then? Just some random dude. Obviously, Stand right here. Just a dude in the and pants. And action. And Snyder was ready to do whatever he needed to do. He he was telling uh Ben Affleck that, like, oh, we can shoot this scene in my backyard if we have to. He was ready for it. Just and then the studio caved in. And was like, all right, you can do it in the studio. I was like, that's this damn right. His backyard just set off a couple of dynamites to it's make it so look like good. make it look destroyed and shit. Like in <sighs> action, nobody will know the difference. Okay, all right, we're we're getting to the end and stuff. So let's see. Uh, I like the flashes design that they took in that nightmare world. They took they took some of the inspiration from um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, injustice. We'll end this with uh, more more thoughts about the movie, like general thoughts, because that's basically like we covered every all the notes that I was talking about. So like Brian was saying. 
Flash's suit, it did grow on me. At first, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this suit. At the end. the In the... Well, no, in, general, like, in general. Oh, in general, I liked it. I liked it, too. I, it grew on me. I liked it. I love how we get to see Superman in the black suit, mm-hmm. Martian I, Manhunter's design. With Flash's, I like the armor kind of look on the outside because yeah. it, it's completely separate. Uh Power Rangers movie, yeah. When they made the upgraded versions to their costumes, kind of looked like not, that. Yeah, not just spandex, but a little like armor and shit. I yeah. like that. Gotcha. Like what that. would you say your favorite scene from the movie is? It's gonna be tough. Anything with Wonder Woman is gonna no, say. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, Gal Gadot is. Ev- mine. Every scene, Jason Momoa took off a shirt. This boy That's not. me, dog. <laughs> what was my? Just kidding. I mean, probably good looking man. Probably the the nightmare scene. Yeah, I'd I fucking like, love the nightmare scene. People who know me in real life know that I love Batman. I love Joker even more. And finally seeing, you. and finally seeing Ben Affleck's version uh, face the Joker, I was a little hesitant at first when I heard that they were bringing Jared Little back because yeah. I had Suicide Squad thoughts. But he redeemed himself. I loved it, and the the conversation was just tense. I I was ready to see Batman lose his shit at any moment. Just punched the shit. I out loved of it. it. A, a close, uh, a close uh, second would have been a uh, the uh, flashes uh, run back in time. Oh yeah, that one. The was music good taking all my answers. Well, because when he says "make your own future, make your own past," because it's all right now, it makes sense for the Flash because he, whenever he gets to running at those speeds, future and past all mix in to present. Yep. It's all in right now. It's amazing. And he's talking about dad. You know. Uh, Whatever happens, I want you to know that your kid was uh, one of the one of the uh, you know the best of the best. Yeah. Like hell yeah, everything about it was better. The music, the the effects, I all loved right. it all. all right. Not to not to piggyback or copy. I gotta pick something else real quick because th- those are my favorites too. But I mean, you can say it too. We all we all have the same taste. I mean, or, or the one of the other scenes was uh, when uh, Batman was like, he's never faced us. Not us united. I was like, oh, shit. A lot that, that was pretty badass, too. Yeah, you notice how Batman kind of becomes, uh, he goes from relying on, like, hard facts and stuff to being, like, when he tells Alfred, you know, Alfred's like, how can you be so sure? He's like, hope, Alfred. You know, hope. Which yeah. is which is different. And also, it was cool to see Batman grow to, like, trust wi- others. Yeah, to trust others. Because usually, like, for Batman, we know he's always, like, oh, he got to do it by himself. Mm-hmm. He's all like, he's basically a loner. Even when he had the Bat family, you know, like Dick Grayson, it still and wasn't Hood. like he, it still took him a while to open up to them. But in here, like, obviously, fate of the world, you open up a little bit quicker. So it was pretty cool to see Bruce Wayne and, you know, start to trust people. And nothing, and like, because the thing I hated because of Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League and Batman v Superman being kind of, you know, split down the middle. Uh, a lot of people would keep saying that they didn't know if they actually really liked Ben Affleck's version of Batman, but like I, I, I even from I the beginning, I, I I've loved it because his is the version that's you know he's been through some years, he's dealt with some shit, like he's he said, in, some stuff. like he said in the movie, he's been doing this for twenty years. Exactly, like he's been through it a long time, and I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that because we heard back it back in the years that. Ben Affleck was supposed to direct his own solo Batman film, right? I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see it, but then uh, stuff was happening, and then what? I guess what really pushed him is uh, Zack Snyder not being involved in uh, Justice League anymore. But uh, being involved in the Snyder Cut, you know, having 
his true vision come to life on the screen and all the praise it's getting. Ben Affleck is uh, interested in doing more roles involving Batman, not past his involvement in the Flashpoint movie. Mm. So I'm not saying we'll get a solo film with him because we have Robert Pattinson's version of Batman coming out soon. But that he's open to be Batman, whether it be like in a, a Flashpoint movie or like another Justice League movie. I'm all for it. I'm all for it too. I'm all for Batfleck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I because Snack Snyder will will do it right. Did you say Snack? Snyder? I heard Snack. You said Sorry. Snack Snyder. He's Zach fucking, Snyder. He's I'm getting hungry. I honestly hungry is fun. Zach Snyder. Like as a side snack. note, that was a picture of of Zach Snyder like looking at some footage. He looks like a snack. Oh, Dude, you his <laughs> triceps were huge. Uh, no, I knew nah, he was gonna compliment no. him. Yeah. His, his triceps were huge. He looks like in good shape, Loki. I guess he's been hitting the gym. Good for him. Anyway, uh, yeah, Zach, we, we, got it. Fuckers, Zach, beep this. We, no, I'm round of applause. Zach round of applause for the Snyder cut. I don't. Oh, let, me, let me say this real quick. Touch him with me. I was like, let I me say this real quick. Sarcasm. When when, when it, after the 2017 movie came out, and then. I think a few months after that or when it was found out that there was a Snyder Cut version and the hashtag came up, did you guys care? Were you supporting or did you give did you give two fucks if it came out or not? Honestly. I, I, I what, will, uh, Snyder Cut? I yeah. was really I really wanted to watch. Like, you wanted what, to watch it. What his vision was okay. for this movie. So you were you were for it. Yeah. But I was you, for you it. weren't really like hashtagging it either. Right? No, 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 no. But if someone did say it's like, Oh, did you hear about a sniper? Yeah, I'd be I'd be into it. Yeah, I, like, I, I was fucking watch that. Yeah, I was waiting, like once I heard that it was actually happening, because I heard the rumors, I was like, Okay, we'll see, because how many fucking movie rumors have I heard? Like maybe it might not. Were you supportive when it was just like, Oh, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut? And when it was just the hashtag, petitions were being signed before I, I, it was greenlit. Uh, half and half. You were half and half. Yeah, I wasn't like, like hundred percent back. I would say I was up. like gotcha. Where when I found out it was a legit thing, I wasn't around everywhere hashtagging it. But in me personally, I was like, I was getting ready for. I, it. I would kind of hope that they allow him to bring it out because that's what I was doing. And then I was waiting like, until after it came out to speak my mind on it. Because we were all like, it's. I didn't we, want to jump the gun. We were we we didn't know if it was gonna be good. We didn't know if it was gonna be good or not, but we all knew that it couldn't be worse than what we got. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I'm standing up. Okay. I need to stand up. So I just needed to like so let one rip real quick. So so let so basically our consensus is that great great movie and we hope Snyder would consider coming back for another. Hopefully the so fans need come, to speak. come on the snow come on the show. I was about to say snack again. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm hungry. We're, we're almost there. I'll, uh, the last thing I wanted to point out is like, for me, this is the second time I've ever seen uh, the fans get what they want. The first time being the Sonic redesign. Yeah, and then obviously this Obviously one. this. So the fans do have the power if they if they unite and s- like just speak their mind. And it helped that a lot of the actors uh, boosted the you know Snyder Cut release too. It's ben Affleck was all for it. Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg. Because the movie movie producers or like the higher ups at the the production companies, they need to understand, bro. The director's got a vision. Give them a hundred percent creativity, and just let them go with it, baby. Like they know what they're doing. I'll say this: it's not always true because not all directors are like Zack Snyder. But there are a lot of good directors. There are a lot of good directors that because the what I hate is hopefully the shows that. A, more big studios, especially Warner Brothers, who I've seen are big on doing this. Let the directors sh- sh- like tell their story and stop trying to cut it down. Like, 
Right. It's because they they want to get the money quick. But I'm like, dude, the money will come if the quality's good. That's all I'm saying. Think about how much bank the Snyder Cut is bringing in right now. Or even new Warner subscribers to the HBO Max uh, streaming. Wait, Warner Brothers still gets that, or like, what? What's the deal? Well, I heard Zack Snyder's not getting paid for this. He he chose that though. He mm-hmm. he well, gave, yeah, that, he gave up pay for a hundred percent creative control, and yeah. it it paid off. But that kind of sucks though. Not to see a fat ass check or anything I mean, from that. I mean, he still got banks. So. I know he's. But still he got could. Bank. But he could have so much more with this. I mean, think I'm, about it. I mean, th- it, think I don't. About it. Well, I don't think he minds because as we saw at the end, this was. All for, for his daughter, mm-hmm. for Autumn. Oh, yeah. So I think he'd rather have been able to put out the movie Never mind dedicated that. to his daughter than... Th- fuck that check, which is, Which is what for I'll Autumn, say. Baby. I, I think that's a big uh, inspiration for like the monologue that Cyborg's dad had at the end when he fixed the recorder. Yeah. I think a lot of that was Zack Snyder speaking to like his daughter. Yeah. I really I felt it. That. Oh, my God. But, you know, here's hoping that we get... Um, there's a new hashtag going around yeah. calling like uh restore restore the Snyderverse, because I mean that that is what would make his Justice League canon. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say this: Snack Snyder, big thumbs up, proud of the movie. Joss Whedon, stay away from DC. Yes, just stick to the lighthearted Marvel. Stick to Marvel, where clearly you can do better with your jokes. Don't don't turn Batman into a jokester ever again, or I will find you. Work on the Loki show. He's a jokester. Maybe. Okay. So we'll cut it there. Uh, yeah. Great talk, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>